0: Hey, DJs, it is Tuesday, May 2nd. It's going to be an early and quick show today. Panther's got an apology to give, and I have a bridge to jump off of. I'm Mad Max, and joining me, the one and only Sex Panther, Panther. Early morning for us.
1: Very early. Like, we always talk about the crack ass of dawn. I, if the sun's not up over here, maybe it's starting to come over the horizon over there. Maybe you haven't peeked out yet, but uh, yeah, it's, it's an early morning. We got, well, one of us has real-life money-making stuff that we have to do, so... We're going early. You touched on it. I got an apology to make. I said yesterday that without Embiid, it was too much for Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers. My bad. My, my bad, James. You had that. You had that. No problem. So uh, 76ers going to Boston at steal one. Celtics in trouble?
0: Yeah, Celtics are in trouble. But before we get to that, you know what tonight is. Tonight is when they announce the MVP for the NBA. And of course, the finalists are Philadelphia's Joel Embiid, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis, and then in Denver, Jokic, right? So those are the three finalists. I think last night proved that Jokic is the MVP of the league.
1: I, I Listen, he does more. I get it. Embiid is incredibly talented, he's very powerful force at the center position, Giannis, he's earned his nickname, the freak, but Jokic, I mean, he hits threes. He passes like a point guard. He blocks, he steals, he goes and puts up 40 points if his team needs him to like Jokic is the guy. um, Maybe they just don't want to give it to a a white guy for the third year in a row. I don't know, but I think for me, and be it in in Giannis or even Tatum are deserving But I think if it's not Jokic, I'm going to feel let down. Like, it it should be Jokic for the third year in a row.
0: You know, I could argue if you take Tatum off that team, the Celtics could probably make the playoffs in the East with Jalen Brown and the rest of the talent on that team. You take Embiid off that team, I still think that they could probably make the playoffs with Harden and the talent on that team. You take Jokic off the Nuggets... They're not making the playoffs in the West. It's just, it's just, I mean, I love Jamal Murray, and I love a lot of what they have. Uh, we talked about their depth, but they're not making the playoffs in the West. The dude, the dude is just unstoppable. There was no answer for him last night in, in Phoenix. Uh, they really, they have a talented team as well, right? I mean, Kevin Durant, Hall of Fame player. Chris Paul, Hall of Fame player. Devin Booker, young star. DeAndre Ayton, young you know star, right? I mean, talented team. They had no answer for Jokic last night. Now, you take Embiid off of the Sixers for a game, and the Sixers win. And they beat Boston, in Boston. Uh, not an easy thing to do. Uh, but yeah, I think the Celtics were in trouble. Uh, they, they lost that home court advantage. Tough to win in Philly. Do I think that they can win in Philly? Yeah. I, I don't think the series is over, but it's definitely going to be an uphill battle at this point in time. You, you worked your ass off the whole season to get home court. The Bucks get knocked out of the playoffs, so home court throughout the East, throughout the playoffs, throughout everything is just right there for you, and you let it slip away. And you know, I bet against the Celtics yesterday. I mean, I took the points, so I didn't need the points. I didn't need the points. I probably, you know, money line would have been nice. Uh, what was that? Minus ten. Right? I had. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, uh, they just no showed in in that game. Um, the first quarter, they shot lights out and let the sixers hang in there and it, it was all James Harden for that first half of the game uh, you know a couple of guys uh, on the other uh, on on the sixers also had some good games but it was James Harden right 45 points no, dagger three-pointer to, to seal the deal at the end but it was his three-point shooting I think he shot 14 I want to say that he he went seven 14 or six of 14, 14 yeah reached, seven 14 yeah, yeah seven, 14. I think the Celtics were 10 of 26. I mean, James Harden alone almost beat the Celtics in three pointers. The Celtics aren't hitting three pointers; they ain't winning games. It's as simple as that. And James Harden was hitting three pointers. He was the man last night. So yeah, um, definitely, you can give an apology to him. I, d- I never doubted him. Never doubted. I should I should have money lined it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I d- without Embiid, I doubt him. But listen, this is the second game they played without Embiid. Um, I think his name's Paul Reed. Is that the fill-in center? Yeah, yeah, and he's Reed he's put up a double-double each time. You know, he's getting double-digit rebounds. He's getting just enough points to to help out that offense. And it just, you know, that's one of those things that, all right, like you said, without Embiid, Philadelphia probably still making the playoffs. Then you go over to Denver, who was behind a vast majority of that game. To say that Phoenix didn't have a chance, they you know, they were ahead, and then Chris Paul got hurt. And now they're going back home, O two, with maybe without Chris Paul. Is it time to push the panic button in Phoenix?
0: I'd say this. I mean, you, when you do the math of it all, winning four out of five games is just—it's tough, right? You got to win four out of five at this point. Now the counter argument is, well, you know, that's why they do home, 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 home. You go back home for two games, and you know, you win two at home, and then it's a three-game series, right? But the mathematics of it all says just it's it's tough to win four out of five games. I mean, it, not to like kind of parlay this into a, a hockey conversation here, but well, throughout these playoffs, pretty much six, seven game series in 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 hockey, right? It's tough for these teams to go up two zero, and you're going up two zero. That's that's a massive, massive undertaking. And I'm not going to take anything away from Phoenix. They're going to head home. They're a tough home team. I get that. Uh, Chris Paul is, I won't say an essential piece to that team, but he's an important piece to that team. And I think, uh, I you, listen. My my feelings have not been hidden on my my thoughts of Kevin Durant. That's for fucking sure. I don't think that he has it in him to be the alpha, the the, the killer on a team. I think he's always going to be like that second or third fiddle. Great, great player. Great. Listen, uh, talent wise, can't can't talk about enough of what he can do. Seven feet tall, can hit three-pointers, and blah, blah, blah. But he it, it, it just doesn't do it for me, right? So then you leave it in the hands of Devin Booker, and Devin Booker's got his hands full uh, with, with, with Jamal Murray. But the big, the biggest thing here is no matter what, whether you're in Phoenix, whether you're in Denver, where you're fucking, I don't care, Siberia, you're not stopping Jokic. There's not a single answer on the feet. Like, Aiton can't match up with Jokic. It's, it's just, there's you, you can't defend him all over the court. Yeah, You're basically, you know, geez, um, maybe like um, a Draymond Green could could handle Jokic just because he could follow him the entire court, you know, and still have the size to kind of match up with him down in the low post. But, like, I tell you, man, there's not many players in the league that can handle a guy like Jokic.
1: Oh, completely agree. And it does take a guy like Draymond who can... Uh, play out of the perimeter and defend Jokic when he's not in the paint. You take Aiton out of the paint, that really screws up the, the Suns' defensive alignment. And you know, what do you do, put Kevin Durant down there? It it just um, messes things up. It is a tough matchup for them. And you know we've touched on it before about the Chris Paul thing. You know, he's lost a little of a step. He's He's on the wrong side of, what, 35 now. He's on the downside of his career. But He's proven to be the floor general, the floor leader. Like, when he's on the floor, they win. And we saw it during the regular season. When he missed games, they really, really struggled to generate some wins. If they're without Chris Paul, I don't care who else they have. I think, you know, going against Jokic, a healthy Denver, deep team, Jokic down 0-2. I really think that, that Phoenix could be in a lot of trouble here. If there's ever a must win, this is the one. Of course, it's tomorrow night. But uh, yeah, Phoenix Phoenix, and Dire Straits here.
0: But well, we do have a couple of games tonight. Of course, we got a series kicking off and we got a game two. So let's get into those before we take a break. Let's start off with this first game, the Miami Heat at the New York Knicks. Of course, the Heat took game one against the Knicks. So they've got their home court, which, I mean, for the Heat is pretty critical. I have a chance now to maybe um, steal another one. Now, Lots of question marks in this game. The only one that I've seen is out is Julius Randle. It's the only player I've seen listed as out. Uh, there's a, a, a questionable tag on Jalen Brunson, which makes me worried for the Knicks. And then there is a doubtful tag for Jimmy Butler. So um, nothing definitive other than the Julius Randle injury. This line indicates that it seems like Jimmy Butler's probably going to be out. Knicks, minus six and a half at home, opened at minus four and a half. Panther, which side are you on?
1: I don't, this line makes no sense to me whatsoever. It screams uh, trap, it screams something's wrong here because without Randall, and let's even make the assumption that Brunson doesn't play, who scored for the Knicks? It's been a two-man team. Like, we kind of judge Miami by their age. It's a very veteran team, very old team, but they've got pieces. They've won games without Jimmy Butler At minus 6.5, or in Miami's case, plus 6.5, I think the Knicks are in trouble here. They already lost one at home. I think they very well could lose this one at home. I have Miami winning this game outright. I'm going to take the points, um, but that minus 6.5, it stinks. Am am I missing something here, Max?
0: That's the only reason I'm not betting it. Like I I wanted want to bet Miami Wizards. that's not terrible. Like I I can't I can't quite explain this. I, I, my guess is that Butler will be out, but still even so you're swapping a Butler for Randall. Um I just don't see it. I ju- I just don't see the Knicks having without Julius Randall out there. Now as a complete team, I think the Knicks are one of the more balanced teams in the league. They're just not complete right now. It's it's the Brunson uh, Randall combo that has gotten them this far. They've got some other pieces. I mean, R.J. Barrett's a good player. You know, um, who is it? Uh, Emmanuel Quickly, right? I mean, they've they've got some good players. It's it's a good team, but w- without their floor general, I can't see it. Yeah, you know, with the, you know their their captain uh, Julius Randall, I can't see it happening. Um, the Heat, though. I mean, listen, Kevin Love's got a little bit of a resurgence. He still got Bam out of Bayou. Uh, I know they're without Tyler Hero, but still, like, um, dangerous team. So yeah, I'll lean the Heat with the points. Uh, Next game up, um, not so many question marks. Uh, This seems like a pretty straightforward game. you got the Los Angeles Lakers fresh off their uh, surprising, let's say surprising, Uh, (laughs) their win over the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Warriors also surprising. Now they they have home court as they head into this round, uh, hosting the Lakers, find themselves minus four and a half favorites. Now the little storyline in this one, Panther, I don't know if you caught this is there was a little bit of drama during the season because Draymond wanted to miss a game against the Portland Trailblazers so he could go watch LeBron break uh, the scoring record. So uh, he was denied. (laughs) Steve Kerr's like, no, we're in the thick of a fucking, uh, you know, uh, trying to get out of a hole, a deficit of of losses you got to play. But uh, it seems like Draymond's got a little bit of a Crush on LeBron. We'll see how that plays out tonight as this series kicks off. A little bit of a history between each other, too, I believe, in the finals. But they're, they're buddies now. Where, where are you at here on Panther? Warriors minus four and a half.
1: Well, we might, maybe this is a tryout for Draymond because with his contract situation, I highly doubt he's with the Warriors next year. This is probably the last hurrah for Draymond Green in Oakland. I, I love Golden State at home but i find myself being very guilty of becoming a believer of this healthy laker team like they beat a very good memphis team a very deep memphis team and as we pointed out uh, yesterday when we talked about these lakers lebron james was the leading scorer only one time in those six games so they've got depth they've got three point show, shooting they've got a, a nice rotation D'Angelo Russell has slid in there. Very nice. Austin Reeves has been a pain in everybody's ass. That said, I think the Warriors took the Milwaukee Bucks approach of the last couple years because they just didn't – there just wasn't a lot of try-hard in these guys. The whole season was Curry missed some games, Raymond missed some games, Clay missed some games, Wiggins missed – I mean, everybody missed some games. Now it's playoff time, and they're, they look like the Golden State Warriors – you know, of the last five, seven, eight years at home, I trust Golden State. The four and a half leaves me a little suspect, but I'm not going to money line it. So I guess I'll eat the four and a half and expect the Warriors to go up one
0: you zigged when I thought you were zagging. I thought you were going to bet the Lakers, because that's exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, I'm loath to admit that this this Lakers team is fascinating. We had a show about it uh, not too long ago where we asked if the Lakers are for real, and I think part of it was the health of Anthony Davis. Dude's healthy right now. Uh, I'm uh, That simple as that. If Anthony Davis is 100% healthy, and he looks 100% healthy out there, I think this team is so fucking dangerous. I'm, I'm going to take those points. Uh, $10 bet on the Lakers. And that'll bring us to our break. After the break, we'll talk to some NHL. We got some playoffs there. And of course, a slew on like a lot of baseball games. Hang tight. Guess who's back? Back again. My
2: bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGN's. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie.
0: We are now in the second round. There, across the board, <laughs> after last night's four uh, nothing win, the Devils uh, did not look like bitches in front of their home crowd. Uh, that was a, a I I choked. I was like, ah, it's going to be mostly a Rangers home crowd. Uh, Rangers crowd anyway. Oh no, <laughs> it was it was full Devils there last night. It was it was crazy. It was wild uh, watching that game. So Devils move on. So we have all of our teams ready for the second round, and here we go. Panthers, Maple Leafs, first one up. Uh, Maple Leafs find themselves you know after beating Tampa Bay at home now minus 160 against the upstart will we call them the upstart panthers after uh, you know some shocking and and beating the the bus and bruins in seven games plus 150 panther you finding value in the panthers here
1: i am finding value in the panthers i mean how can they not be just be beating their chest with the most confidence you could have they really struggled during the regular season but if you're ever going to peak heading into the playoffs the Florida Panthers are peaking at the right time, and not only did they beat the Bruins, but they effectively did it by taking care of Boston in Boston. So now you've got a Panthers team that has finding ways to win on the road. They're going against a Toronto team, by all accounts, is a very good team, but they're as bipolar as any hockey team we've seen all season long. One day they look like Stanley Cup finalists. Other days they look like they don't belong in the, the playoffs whatsoever. I'm, I'm on board with this Florida team. I think there's just too much value with that plus line. And they're riding high. I expect them to show up and keep this thing close and have a legitimate shot at winning this game. I'm going to put my 10 bucks on the Florida Panthers.
0: I mean, it's hard to argue with you. I'm going to argue with you, but it's hard to argue with you. I mean, seeing that plus 150 was tempting. But after I ran my numbers, it just seems like Toronto at home in this one. At the minus 160, I can still get it at. Seems to be the play for me. I do think that they have the implied probability to win this one. But yeah, I would not be surprised. Listen, I, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I would not be shocked if the Panthers steal a game in Toronto. I just don't know if it's this game. So maybe I'll eye them for game two. $10 bet on the Maple Leafs. <laughs> Which brings us to game number two with the Seattle Kraken, another team on the road with big plus line, plus 155 for them as they head to Dallas. Uh, one of the favorites now, Dallas Stars, to win it all, minus 175 at home. A great home team, Dallas Stars. But other than the Devils, Seattle Kraken, best road team in the league. Can they get it done, Zoo? Are you going to double dip?
1: I think you have to double dip here. You know, you got another great road team um, flying high off and knocking off the uh, reigning champs. And now they go against a Dallas team that did drop one against Minnesota in Dallas. So, you know, yes, they have a great home record, but they are beatable at home. And like you mentioned, Seattle, one of the best pro teams. But it's the same situation as the Panthers here. There's just too much value on that plus line. Seattle actually can win this game. And you're going to pay me 140, 150, thereabouts to, to take them? One of these two road teams is going to win. I didn't have a chance to call it out on the weekend because, hey, well, we didn't do the podcast, and two, I, just, I was at the casino. I didn't have a chance to put it in there on, on a Sunday that I thought, one of those two road teams are going to win. Well, they both won. One of the two tonight is going to win. I'm betting them both. Give me the Seattle Kraken for $10.
0: Yeah, not a bad strategy. I like the Kraken here a lot, too. Plus 155. I think that is the play. I'm with you. Not just moral support. Solidarity. $10 bet on Seattle on the road. Plus 155. Man. Uh, Looking at some other books, though, um, this line seems to be a little all over the place. You know, I think... uh, most books have it around the 150 mark, some as low as 145, so I think the 155 is, is a perfect betting. If you get underneath that, I feel you're a little exposed there. On the flip side, man, Dallas, best line you're going to get is minus 175. It's just too much chalk. It's, just, it's yes. just too much talk to trust on Dallas. So anyway, on to baseball. I mean, dude, I found this an incredibly bettable day, and I'm saying that without my Pittsburgh Pirates even having a line on the board right now, so... Uh, I got six, and you said you got five. So let's let's uh settle in and and get to baseball betting. What you got?
1: See how much disagreement we have today. Uh, let's talk about these Atlanta Braves going to take on Miami and your boy Sandy Alcantara, who really still has not righted the ship. He's sporting a five plus ERA on the season, going against one of the best hitting teams in the Atlanta Braves, they'll throw Brian elder. Who's not really one of their, you know, staples in the rotation. He's filling in because they've had some injuries and whatnot, but he's done a remarkable job. He's undefeated and throwing a 2.17 ERA. I listen, anytime, I don't care who it's against. If I'm going to get a the Braves and a plus line, I'm going to take them. I, I get the Alcantara factor, but I think this is a, Overreaction. Alcantara has not pitched that well. I'll take the Braves plus one fifteen for ten bucks.
0: Yeah, I'm leaning Atlanta with you. Same same boat here. I do think that this is a get right game for Alcantara. I do think he probably pitches uh, one of his better games. But I mean, is is he Shohei Otani? Is he yeah, gonna hit, is he going to hit Go a home run? Is he going to fucking score for this team? Someone's got to do it. Yeah, I think Atlanta the plus lines a really good play. Uh Leaning the Atlanta Braves with you.
1: Right, next game up, we're going to rip the bandaid off and talk about your Metropolitans going to Detroit to take on, you know, one of the easily one of the two worst teams in the league. Their problem has been pitching. Their problem has been really hitting. Uh, this is an opportunity for them to make the Mets look like juggernauts as far as scoring goes. Uh, not a premier pitching matchup. We got Joey Lachessi Le- uh, going against. Uh, Lorenzen, Michael Lorenzen for Detroit, Lorenzen's mediocre at best. The Jesse's looked look good, and his spot starts in for pick-a-pitcher that he's filling in for. Um, but the Mets against Detroit, Mets should definitely take care of business. I've got to run line it to get any kind of value. So give me the Mets on a run line for $10. Bucks.
0: That's, you know, it's only minus 142, so let's see. Mets minus one and a half. Net show, uh plus one fifteen, so uh, like it. plus one fifteen there. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. No, not not running one again. I'm in a similar boat as you. I'm I'm in an adjacent boat as you. I, I, I'm waving <laughs> to you from my boat right next to you. I'm going to lean the Mets with you. I do think that this is a game that they can win, and it's a game that they should win. Uh, they they split the doubleheader yesterday, so good on them. I predicted them to lose both those games, uh, but they they came out somewhat of a winner yesterday, and I think they get another win today. Leaning the New York Mets with you.
1: Next game up, the Toronto Canadians are going to Boston take on the Red Sox. Uh, Tanner Hawk is going to pitch for Boston. Kikuchi is going to take the mound for Toronto. You know, the last couple of years, Kikuchi has not been one of the more stable pitchers for these Blue Jays. But coming out of spring training, he was pitching very, very well. And now, this far into the season, he's just continued his success. He's 4-0. With a 3.0 ERA, he's got one of the best hitting lineups behind him, going against a below-average Boston Red Sox team. I think Toronto takes care of business here. I'm going to put $10 on the Blue Jays.
0: Here's kind of where our agreement ends. Not completely, because I'm not betting this one. I kind of like the Red Sox at home with that plus line. Plus 120 against a team that, I mean, can can you tell me thus far throughout the season that there's much of a difference between this Blue Jays team and this Red Sox team? I mean, it's a, I, I can't say it's a disappointing season for the Blue Jays, but I don't think they're playing to their potential just yet, which means I'll take some value on the Red Sox with a lean at home plus 120.
1: All right, next game up. This is just an automatic play. If this is a series, I'm going to bet this every single time. Baltimore is on the road going to Kansas City. Kansas City sucks. They're the worst home team in all of Major League Baseball. They've only won... One game at home, going against a Baltimore team that is very much a playoff caliber team, hitting and pitching. They've got the pitching advantage. They've got the hitting advantage. Ryan Yarborough, who came over from the Rays, I mean, this was a good good pitcher in Tampa Bay. He can't get out of his own way in Kansas City, sporting a 6.75. Baltimore should be able to go in there and beat the piss out of them. So let's run nine those Orioles and put 10 bucks on Baltimore.
0: Get you a plus one fourteen on that. I already had that queued up. I knew, I knew exactly you what knew. you were doing. <laughs> I knew what you were doing. Yeah, I'm going to lean Baltimore with you. Do you think uh, even the minus one forty two is probably? I just listen. I have six games. We we've talked through four, and I liked all four of you know. Like I could have bet all four of these as well. I've got six other ones, so I backed off of this one. But uh, more sport lean on the Orioles.
1: Man, we're to we're gonna be doing a forty five minute show. All right, last one up for me. The Cincinnati Reds are at San Diego. Uh, Ashcraft is going to pitch for the Reds, going against Michael Waka for San Diego. Uh, listen, Waka is old. Wacca's hittable. The Padres aren't great. I mean, the Reds aren't great by any stretch either. But uh, you're telling me plus 170 and the Padres are minus, what, two and a quarter? Uh, hell no. Give me the value play. I'll take a little flyer on my big red machine.
0: That's another one. I almost bet this one too. Yeah, tons of moral support here. Cincinnati Reds, big plus line. This Padre team doesn't scare me at all. We've gone through five games. I haven't bet a single one. But once oh again, <laughs> leaning the Reds.
1: All right. Well, let's see what you got.
0: All right. Let's let's uh let's look at the board as the the Cleveland Guardians head to New York to uh, take on Garrett Cole of the uh, New York Yankees. Um, Here's one where I'm finding value on the big plus line, plus 160 on the Um uh, Yeah, sure, the The Yankees have the pitching advantage, but they, they're they looking kind of Miami Marlins-esque out in the, the field when it comes to hitting. So I think there's value on the Guardians. $10 bet on Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I get the value play, but the fact that Cleveland stole one yesterday in a very low-scoring game, and you're right, I think the perception is New York is a – home-run, hitting, high-scoring team, but the reality is they're not. They're the lowest-scoring team in the American League East. Um, they, their offense just is not scaring anybody, and if they're going to be in three to two ball games against the likes of Cleveland, they very likely are to lose, um, even with a guy like Garrett Cole on the mound. But Garrett Cole has pitched so, so damn well. I couldn't fade him. Uh, and I couldn't bet him with all that chalk, so I'll give you moral support with that plus line. But this isn't a game that I like.
0: Yeah, Garrett Cole in the conversation definitely five and zero, one point one one ERA to uh, rival your Luis Castillo pick, of course for for Cy Young. Uh, but another guy that is right there in the conversation is Joe Ryan. I don't know if you've seen what Joe Ryan's doing for the Minnesota Twins, but he's uh, pretty fucking good. I'm going to eat some chalk here. Ten dollar bet that Minnesota beats the shit out of the White Sox.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the things that I looked at, me and a buddy were looking at with the White Sox, trying to figure out why they're so bad. And their schedule. They played one of the toughest schedules to start the season, and they're going to get a much, much easier schedule in May. They have an opportunity to get correct. They just got to get through this twin series. Maybe they can squeeze one out but I'm with you. I don't think this is the one. Kopach sucks for the White Sox, and Joe Ryan is absolutely stellar. I just couldn't lay 170 here, so I'll just give you more moral support on the
3: Twinkies.
0: I'm going to make it up with another plus line here. You, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim heading to St. Louis to play a very disappointing Cardinals team. Sandoval's looked good out there so far this season, and I think he gets it done today again. Plus 116, $10 bet on the Angels.
1: Yeah, this is one trap I just didn't feel like jumping in because I think the Angels should be the favorite. The Cardinals suck. The only team worse than them in the National League are the Colorado Rockies. They can't pitch. They can't hit. They're not doing anything right, nor are they showing any signs of life. You know, the Angels are, to me, they're still disappointing when you have arguably the two best players in baseball on the same team that they should be better than this. Uh, but on the road, I try, if this was an Anaheim, I'm all over it. It's in St. Louis. It, I just couldn't get there. So I will lean the boys from Anaheim.
0: All right, next one up for me, it's called the Zach Gallon factor. Of course, Gallon is the better pitcher of these two teams and that's why the Arizona Diamondbacks find themselves minus 137 against a very good Texas Rangers team, but doesn't matter, Texas at home. I think they get it done. $10 bet on the Rangers.
1: Yeah, I think the, the whole reason that this line wasn't worse for Arizona is because it is on the road. I needed more value on the Diamondbacks. I I love them at home, just not so much on the road, even with Zach Gallon, who's having a phenomenal season. But the Rangers do have the better offense. I think if you're the Rangers, you just want to get through six or seven innings, right? Just get through the gallon factor and then maybe win it in the last third of the game. I like the Rangers with the plus line, just not enough to butt it. So I'll lean Texas.
0: In the DJ parlay yesterday, I ate some chalk. I bet the Houston Astros, and I hit on them yesterday. And now I'm on the opposite side. I'm going to fade them. I, I think uh, Descalfani is a solid pitching matchup against uh, Brown for Houston. And I think you know there's some value on the Giants here. I'm getting plus 150 on the Giants. I think this is a winnable game for them. So $10 bound in San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I love the Astros at home. Hunter Brown is an ace in the making. Um, but Descalfani pitching great. And they're getting that pretty healthy plus line. Another one where I don't think, I honestly don't think San Francisco wins, but it's San Francisco or nothing at all. And I just chose nothing at all. I'll lean the Giants with you.
0: All right, and that brings us to our last game of the day, and uh, I'm going to be betting on a team that's in second place in their division, because we all uh, saw that coming. But I just thought that the St. Louis Cardinals would be ahead of them, and not the Pittsburgh fucking Pirates. So let's talk about the Milwaukee Brewers as they head to Colorado. I'd uh, take on a Rockies team uh, that is playing better as of late. <laughs> You'd say they were they were off to an atrocious start. Uh, still at home, not the same Rockies team that we saw over the last few seasons. Very beatable. I think this Brewers team, uh, they need some wins. They need to catch up with the Pirates, and I think they get a win today. I'm going to eat a little bit of a chalk. What is this? Mine is $162, $10 bet on the Brew Crew.
1: Hey, the only thing that scares me about the Brewers today is that it is Freddy Peralta, who is a flamethrower. He throws strikes, and he throws them right down the middle of the plate. Um, and then that, those the kind of stuff in the thin air, of course, field that can get you in trouble. So. I do like the Brewers here, but I I mean, it's just too much shock. So I'll lean Milwaukee. All
0: right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Let's slap give this parlay. Uh, I mean, I have so many games. My, my lock of the day is the Minnesota Twins minus the 164. So I guess that's what I'm going to give to you today. Uh, Twins minus 164 is my pick. Uh, what's your pick?
1: I will try and offset it again with some plus line. I will take those Atlanta Braves. With that plus
0: 115. All right. So then we got the Braves plus 117. I can get you. Bad. 17 Atlanta. Where did we have some agreements? Mm, Basketball? It's crack, cracking plus 155. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do Seattle cracking. That's a nice plus line as well. Yeah, that's actually going to be a pretty good uh, payout here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually calculate this real quick. Let's see. NHL, Kraken. Plus over 600. 742. Nice. Jeez. And that will be your DJ and Parlay for today. Wasn't a quick one. Still over 30-something minutes. But <laughs> it was still an early one. Panther take us home.
1: Well, we've 11 games. Baseball, it's going to be a long one. And there's still some games that we didn't touch. You guys probably betting them so tell us what you're betting over on facebook on twitter or right here in the asylum shoot the shit with us call us out by name whatever you do just get a hold of us let us know what you did yesterday what you're going to do today and when it's all said and done kids, it's all make some money fools